0: We
1: are live. Good morning.
0: Good Spend. morning. Your head is a spare. I don't know why that is. I don't get it either.
1: But good morning to you. Good morning. This is Brian K. McNeil. That Hi, is. I'm Lisa Santiago. McNeil. Thank you for joining us. This is, we're the empowerment dude. The show's called Let's Talk About It. And we got a topic today Truth Tuesday. Truth Tuesday. Book. And the topic is Who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you need in your life, the people that you need to make your life work absolutely who are the people in your neighborhood
0: and just how neighborhoods have changed and we'll talk about all of that in just a moment back in a moment let's do it whoa what happened
1: Good morning. My name is Brian McNeil
0: and I am Lisa Santiago McNeil.
1: And thank you for joining us on our show Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN network on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn as well as Facebook Live.
0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Like 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 like. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who are the people in your neighborhood? Good morning, Ms. Phyllis. How in you doing? In your neighborhood. Ms. Phyllis, you're
1: in our neighborhood.
0: In your neighborhood. Said, who are the people in your neighborhood? Good morning, Dr.
1: Beverly. I was on your Facebook page today, this the morning. The
0: people that you meet
1: and, when uh, you're
0: walking down Dr. the Dr. Beverly street. is
1: enjoying those BAM games.
0: <laughs> the people that you meet when you're walking down the street. They're the people that you meet. Each day, I was looking at
1: Dr. Beverly's page. She's got all these different games that she's been playing over the last day or two. Uh huh. And one was, um, the car that equals you, and hers was a Chevy Silverado truck. So I decided to play that one game. And they had a Mach 1 Mustang from 1971, all tripped out. <coughs> That's not a car for me now. I'm 53, 54. And then I said, Try again. And they tried this other, uh, Dodge Charger sports car kind of thing. It's not my style. I said, try again. And they came up with another muscle car. The game failed because I'm a luxury car guy. Has (laughs) always been a big car dude.
0: Always been a big car dude. Good morning, Melissa. Yes, I'm a big car guy. (laughs) Good morning, Melissa. I'd rather ride for for comfort
1: than speed.
0: Yeah. So we're talking today about the neighborhood. And actually, oh, good, glorious morning. Less glorious morning
1: from Sister Jacqueline Duo from Arizona. Uh, Jay is so glad to see you beautiful faces. I'm so glad to see yours too, Lady. Grand Jen. Rising. So we're talking about the people that you need in your neighborhood, the people that you need in your life,
0: and think about how even that has changed in the last ten years.
1: Mm-hmm. What kinds of people that you need, and we could even expand it to what kinds of people you need in your life to help your business succeed as <clears throat> well as your life succeed. Like, for example, we can get the um, obvious ones out of the way. We all need at least one um, encourager. Mm -hmm. You need somebody in your circle of friends that you know is going to encourage you.
0: Absolutely. You need someone that is going to inspire you. Mm -hmm. You need someone that's going to
1: inspire you, watching what they do. They're encouraging you to do as well. You need a safe person, too. A person that you could t- confide in,
0: right? I think so. You need
1: someone that you can confide in and you feel confident that it won't go no further than that conversation. That is a treasure.
0: <laughs> Melissa said, My neighborhood is a mechanic, and I have to say, every neighbor. Every good hood mechanic. needs a good mechanic to trade services with. You're Ella, right. Ella. That's you, so funny. We
1: all need somebody we can call for that little thing that you don't want to take to the shop. Good uh, we some stuff.
0: England, uh, 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 Dr. Dr. Beverly says they,
1: they do describe her a lot. Okay.
0: Um, uh, the people that you meet when you're walking down the street—they're the people that you meet each day. Here's right. the thing about that, though. When's the last time you just walked around, walked down the street?
1: We don't. Our streets today are on these interwebs. The social media streets. That's right. That's our streets today. The people that you meet when you scroll in, the people down that you regularly go past, the people that you read, the people that you check on their pages, that's our streets.
0: That's the streets now. I mean, when's the last time you actually walked down a literal street? Hey, Glenda. So be, bearing that in mind, we get to choose who's in our neighborhood.
1: We get to choose who's in our neighborhood. We know we need an encouragement We know we need a confidant. Mm-hmm. We know we need you know another person that you need in your neighborhood. Oh, it don't have to be in your literal neighborhood, but the people that you need in your circle
0: mm-hmm.
1: is you need someone that you respect that knows
0: some things, a mentor. A coach or a mentor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Ah! And in your business streets. You need that in both your personal streets and in your business streets, right? Yep. But what about um, in your business streets, you need some partnerships.
1: Oh, my God. I was, uh, I'm was i doing a question of the day on LinkedIn. Um, the kind of people that you need on your team. And the things are obvious, like you need someone that knows social media very well on your team. You need an administrative person on your team. You need a marketing person on your team. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the kinds of things that are coming up.
0: Absolutely. I think that it's so important that you have the right people in your neighborhood and you get to put them there. You know, if you're watching, I mean, if you if you're watching us from LinkedIn, then if you need a particular person's type of energy, then you need to find them and then add them. The same thing with Facebook. You need to the people that you enjoy, their encouragement. Their um their uplifting, their inspiration. You need to interact with what they're posting so that their postings can be more active on your streets.
1: Go back. Melissa Price says, I adore my neighborhood. Um, even the people I don't know personally know always don't know, I don't personally know always wave and smile when we pass. The people I do know trade carpool rides with children, cook for one another, help repair. We pray for one another, care for one another when they are sick. This is the only neighborhood I've ever been in where everyone seems truly knit together, and invested in one another. It's an amazing blessing. Blessing to be a part of. That is Lucky a blessing.
0: You. That is a blessing. I think that was more my neighborhood when I had children. Um, my physical neighborhood is not quite. Uh, we we all go into our homes and that's it.
1: Frankly, am I? Does that make me a curmudgeon? Because I don't even need to know my neighbors.
0: I don't even want the to physical neighbors. Right. The
1: ones next door to me. I don't need to know you. You know, that's how I feel about it. I know my neighbors, uh, I know some of my neighbors are. Well, we only got two, okay. Right next door to us to the right, if we're looking out, and across the street on an
0: angle. That's really the only two houses from where we are. Okay. <clears throat> and we're, I probably would say we're mm-hmm. more neighborly to our internet family
1: way more neighborly to our internet family
0: than to our physical family good Good morning morning, crystal Crystal. um dr dr beverly says i do walk and i speak to everybody and i even stop to make up a question just so i can have a conversation with people in the grocery store if i see parents with children i ask them what school to go they go to at the dollar tree i talked about Prices, how they are going up and raising prices from a dollar to a dollar twenty-five. We already got enough problems with the gas, and then that's when I wind up sharing that I do foot scrubs and body creams, and I got a sale. Well, amen. I don't amen. go to any of the,
1: those stores anymore. <laughs> the Dollar Tree sometimes. Sometimes really. the only stuff we can get is at Dollar Tree. Yeah. Let me tell you, um, I had an interaction. She she mentioned all the different places Dr. Beverly will stop and talk to people. Because people don't do that nearly as much as they used to. I went to the grocery store the other day, and I had on one of my sales coach shirts. I have these um, golf shirts. Lisa made these sales coach shirts for me. And me, my mindset when I go to the grocery store is in and out as fast as possible, okay? I want to go in there, get what I came to get, and I want to get out of there as fast as possible. It's torture to me. I don't even like grocery stores at all, especially... So that's my plan. I got my plan in place. I don't need to talk to nobody. Cash, you don't have to know my name, okay? None of that stuff. (laughs) So I'm in line. There's only one lady ahead of me, and there's one ahead of her, and she's ringing up her stuff.
0: Good morning, Dr. Deborah. Good morning,
1: Dr. Deborah. And the lady looks back, and she sees my shirt that says sales coach. That was her end. She said, are you a sales coach? yes ma'am i am she goes what do you help people like with branding and marketing i said no no not that you know i just help them to sell themselves and their services better so they can earn more money is what i do she goes oh that's so great that's what you do you know you never know who you're gonna meet and she's just going in and in and in i'm like what does this lady want from me so
0: what's a conversation
1: yes that's why that's how suspicious i got so i said okay so she's wanting, to, she's asking me all these questions. So I go in my wallet, I take out my business card. I was like, maybe she wants to talk somewhere. I gave her I offered her my business card. And she goes, Oh no, 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 no. I don't, I don't sell or anything. I don't need your business card. No, thank you. So she didn't want my card. She didn't <laughs> want to follow up with me, but she wanted to spend all that time at the grocery store line talking to me.
0: What the heck? <laughs> Hi, Jacqueline again. She says, My neighbor is my new daughter in love, who I who, who I happen to live who I happen to live with me. Her name is Monique, and she is so special and wise. She finds her way to my side of the house every day (laughs) and hugs and inspires me all the time. Amen. Amen. That's
1: nice. That's nice. Yes, the people that you need, the people that you meet in your social media neighborhood, the people that you need in your life. Let's go back to that. Who else do you need in your life? Lisa and I was talking about this morning. You need somebody that's going to be honest with
0: you. Yeah, you definitely need somebody to be honest with you.
1: Someone to let you know your slip is hanging. Your slip is showing. uh, The Sicilian proverb, only your friends will tell you if your face is dirty. Mm -hmm. Okay, from the movie Godfather. (laughs) Y'all remember that? Only your friends will tell you if your face is dirty.
0: It's true because other people (laughs) will figure, oh, I don't want to embarrass them. I don't want to act like I know. I don't want to. So you're going to leave me looking crazy out here in these streets because you don't want to embarrass me.
1: <laughs> Only your friends would be like that. Lisa and I was out somewhere, and uh, I saw this lady's shirt button, a couple of buttons had come loose, and her bra was showing. She didn't realize it. I had no idea how to tell the lady. I didn't tell her. I told Lisa to tell her, and then Lisa went and stood right in front of the lady and kind of leaned in with her as if they were friends, so the lady could discreetly rebutton her shirt. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I didn't know her. And you know, and it would have been inappropriate for my husband to approach her. I didn't want to either. <laughs> uh, That's yes. right, Crystal. Crystal said we do need friends that are honest. We do. That's a
1: um slippery slope too, because sometimes people take take honesty to mean that can say anything. Okay. Mm. I'm just keeping it real with you. Normally keeping it real means keeping it real negative. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you need someone, and you know another person you need, you need somebody that'll have your back when you're not around okay when others try to try to drag your name someone said whoa, whoa, whoa uh-uh no that's not the case i had a situation like that myself mm-hmm. um i was in a grocery store there was another ge- gentleman who had been visiting the men's meeting okay and um so we bumped into each other and this is when we used to have men's meeting in person and uh he started to talk junk about a friend of mine you know pastor kevin webb and i was like Okay. You
0: don't know how to tell a story without telling <laughs> all your business.
1: Okay. He tried to talk junk about a friend of mine. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh-uh. That's not the guy I know. We ain't talking like that. I ain't going to let you get away with it either. I was not
0: about to do that. I would've. Woo wee Please understand that if somebody is coming to bring you dirt that somebody else said about you, I'll take some. then that means that that other person felt comfortable enough sharing that dirt with them in your presence mm-hmm. wonder why that might be yeah Ooh, that, hey, good twer, good make to good morning They think he can say that
1: to me <laughs> if they believe they can talk junk about other people in your presence they think they can get comfortable comfortable enough around you to talk junk about somebody else that you know no nope. be careful about that as well because they'll talk about you too just as fast unfortunately just as fast so who are the people that you need in your
0: neighborhood people that you want in these social media streets in your circle Uh, crystal said when you have those friends that can be honest lifting and encouraging that's when you know it's true and real indeed that's a true keeper amen amen that is a true keeper finding that keeper is important amen it really is
1: so we know we need a mentor Mel- we- melissa
0: said so let me pose a question as we're discussing all the people that we need in our neighborhoods. How do we handle the people that we don't want in oh, our good neighborhoods? Question. Not talking about race, gender, or sexual preference. I'm talking about people who lie, careless, or destructive,
1: etc. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't have them in my neighborhood. But again, I'm I really don't live in a physical neighborhood very much anymore. I live in a virtual neighborhood. And so I can evict people as I choose. It's
1: amazing. Um, Lisa and I have talked about this for years, really. The kind of people that are in our neighborhood, the kind of people that are attracted to our energy, if you will, uh, the radio waves that we send out, the kind of people, because not everybody feels me or Lisa. Okay. There's some people that don't feel us at all, right? Okay, and uh, they'll taste test us, and we're not—we're
0: not for them. That's right, Katura. Until they find out, they can't. That's right. Yeah. So the thing about it is, I don't make it easy, even when I go to. Well, I haven't been to any physical networking events or whatever, but I don't make it easy for people who lie to be around me.
1: Well, I, just I, don't. I think it's um. I think that's true, but I also believe it's your natural kinetic energy, charisma, mm. you know, something that people can feel and pick up on. A friend of mine uh, who's a, a pastor, he told me one time he went into the hood, into the store for something, and there were some thug-looking guys there. And he's a pastor. He's a man of the cloth, and, he's, and he was on fire for God. And he walked in there, and he was just standing at the counter waiting to pay for his stuff. And the other guy, they could feel his energy so much. One guy said, man, I don't know. I can not even stand next to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he couldn't even stand. <laughs> the energy that was emitting off him, the positive energy, he hadn't he hadn't been around that energy. He <clears> couldn't <throat> even stand next to him, you know, because it was so strong on him. And I believe in that. I believe in what we put out like that.
0: Dr. Deborah says, people who continually talk negative about others cannot be in my neighborhood. Everything cannot be someone else's fault. All the time, exactly. And man, exactly. Because you guys bring energy to a room, who doesn't like that? Well, thank you. There
1: are some, okay. Yeah, there are
0: some. There are some. And that, let us
1: know. <laughs> yes,
0: they they don't like our energy. But here's the thing about um about sometimes when when you find yourself disliking someone or something that has not um that has. No reason you have not done anything to to them directly or anything like that. A lot of times, it's that your spirit is disturbing their demons.
1: Ooh, ooh, your spirit is disturbing.
0: Your their spirit demons. is disturbing their demons. Their demons don't want that energy around. They don't want that truth in their space. Katura says, "Now I'm unassuming. People can't read that usually." You're absolutely right. Kutura is an observer, and a lot of times people misunderstand observing for dis, dis disconnection or exactly or aloof or aloofness.
1: I love the story that Tarnes tells, and no one can tell it like Tarnes. Tarnes is her husband um, of, of when they first met and connected, and that whole process. <clears throat> you know. Of Thank what he, you, what Crystal. He was thinking that she was thinking and all of that kind of stuff. It's such a cool, cool story. If you ever get to know Chris on um, Kator and Tarnas Tarnas will tell you the story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's important. Crystal said, That's good, Coach Lisa. Thank you. I appreciate it. I had to learn along the way. Your, your spirit may be disrupting somebody's demon space.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and getting on their nerves. That's why you ever you ever find somebody that's always quick to say, I don't know why I don't like her. Yeah, I don't like, I just don't know why. I just don't even know why. It's because there's something (laughs) incomplete in the first person that they're picking up from the second person, oftentimes.
1: This is still Truth Tuesday. It's Truth Tuesday. This is is another major reason why it is so important to thine own self be true. Mm. Be your personality. Mm. To thine own self be true. Because if you're true to yourself, the right people will appear. Absolutely, staying true to yourself.
0: Absolutely, it's really important to be true to yourself, to your own personality. That's one thing I can say about Katura. That uh, I was about to say twenty years. It hasn't quite been twenty years, like fifteen years. Katura, my goodness, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to think that long. But um, but we've known each other for a long time. I know when I met her. I met her in two thousand and nine. Katura. I knew her longer than that.
1: I met her in 2009. When I fir- that's when I first started taking ballroom dancing lessons. That's when I met her.
0: katura mm. mm-hmm. said, that's good, Lisa. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank Crystal you, Jesus. Blank. Accountability is tough, <clears throat> but it's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, accountability is another... An, an accountability partner is another good person in your neighborhood. Someone
1: that you respect enough mm-hmm. that you will honestly answer their questions and they'll honestly answer yours. That's hard to keep. I've had a few accountability partners and it breaks
0: down because familiarity breeds contempt. okay So when you have an accountability over t- accountability partner over time, you begin to to get to know each other to really maybe too comfortable to become very, very comfortable with them absolutely. and that comfortability can start to level the playing field. Yeah. And make you think that you're equal to one another. Or starting to assume things about the other person because you know them so well. Right. Okay. Oh, she probably did do her homework. That's why I think there needs to be a degree of separation from a coach and a client.
1: Yeah. Um, Although your clients can become your friends fast. Okay. Your clients can become your friends easier than your friends becoming your clients.
0: What? Well, they can be, but I I prefer to maintain a degree of separation. I'm I'm getting less that way. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, I'm getting less that way. I'm I my clients now. I am I am allowing myself to take delight in my clients and enjoy them more.
0: I'm very delighted in my clients because I'm I used very to be happy about them, look, look, look. but I. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I keep them. I keep them more often at arm's distance. Katura
1: says, "I need an accountability partner." Amen. You know what that would look like for you, Katura? Um, Let's talk about it. Because I used to be like, you know, I'm a sales coach, <clears> and that's all I want to talk about. When clients used to say, "Lisa, tell you the truth," when they used to bring up anything outside of those that 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 thin lane, I would either call Lisa to talk to them or say, "That's not what we're here for."
0: He, will, he calls me whenever somebody starts crying. <laughs>
1: or complaining about their husband or wife. <coughs> I don't want to hear that.
0: <laughs>
1: but, but I'm getting softer. Maybe I'm getting softer in my old age.
0: Maybe. Jacqueline says, I love that I have family members who are good neighbors, family members that support and keep me on, port, on point. They make sure I'm reminded about who I am in a good way. When you have been through a lot, one can lose sight of oneself. Amen, Absolutely. amen. Brother William today, Brown Bill. says,
1: happy today. And Brother Mark Greer says, whatever is in you emanates from you. A negative spirit emanates a negative mindset, mm-hmm. aura, and vibe. Consequently, a positive and powerful spirit emanates a force that speaks boldly without uttering a word. Now, let me tell you why I like that. Because the, what, what I feel out of that, what I pick up from out of that right there mm-hmm. is you have a lot of say-so and control over what emanates from you it starts with what you're thinking about if you start thinking more purely if you start thinking more love if you start thinking more helpfulness that <clears throat> you can control what's emanating out of you Absolutely. just like if you allow yourself to start thinking negative all those kinds of people don't do this that and the other and the world is falling apart mm. okay the sky is falling and everything's bad da, 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 da. that's negative and you're allowing that negative spirit to create a negative force that emanates from you, hmm. but you can control a lot of that. Okay. By thinking more positively, thinking more lovely, thinking
0: more um, um, helpful. Absolutely. Dr. Deborah says when your clients become your friend, it takes a lot of respect for each other and what they offer. It really does. It, it really, really does. And and frankly, um, not every client can be
1: your friend, mm-hmm. but some, the ones that you, you realize you have a mutual respect what each one brings to the table, and we can still be friends even after the client um, coach relationship has ended. We can still be friends.
0: Brother Mark says exactly, my brother. Well said, Brian. He yeah. trying to get another autograph.
1: <laughs> Why does that tickle me every time? I laugh every time that comes up. <laughs> every time.
0: It's hilarious. The people That's that hilarious. you need
1: in your neighborhood. Your neighborhood is in your world. Your
0: Right. And it could be your physical neighborhood or it could be your virtual neighborhood. It could be your timeline. It can be your uh, interactive circle, your virtual friends, whatever your neighborhood looks like to you. It's the place where you spend the most time and get the most impact into your life.
1: I'm a fan of speeches. I got books on the greatest speeches. I like to watch some great speeches. And I always, I love... Watching the Hall of Fame speeches, mm. any of the Hall of Fames, the athletes that get inducted to their sports Hall of Fame, I love watching those speeches. And sometimes I'll even binge watch them. I'll watch a bunch of them in a, in a row. And um, I even did a video a couple of years ago about what, what the, the Hall, Hall of, of Fame speeches have taught, taught me. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they after if you watch a bunch of them, you'll notice they have a familiar uh, pattern. They all thank. The same four or five people. They all thank the same four or five people. They all thank that person that had their back. Okay, they all thank that person that stuck with them.
0: And they never thank their dad. That's not true. <laughs> Some don't think their dad. Kidding. But they all think their mom. Well, mom,
1: <laughs> a lot of times it is mom, that person that stuck with them, particularly sticking with them. When they didn't deserve to be stuck with, Mm -hmm. when they were messing up, when they were in their mud, but someone stuck with them anyway. Okay. When they were, when they were not worthy of that person sticking with them, that person stuck with them anyway, even though they were messing it up. Mm -hmm. They thank that person. Mm -hmm. Okay. They thank that person who spoke a word into their life. And a lot of times that word could be a coach from a coach or a friend. Mm -hmm. You know, I always, I like that one. Um. This one kid. It was a teenager, football player, and every day he got on the school bus went right to the back of the school bus and cut up with his friends every day on the school bus. He was just cut up, and he was accustomed to cutting up on his friends. And one day, the bus driver said to him as he was passing the bus driver onto the bus, the bus driver said, "Hey, you don't have to be like those kids there. Your life can matter. You could be more than this." And he took a couple of more steps, and
0: they had to stop right there. Just that little word it changed him. Simple word. A simple word, a rhema word, doesn't have to be complicated or long or long or difficult. Rhema just means it's connecting instantly, and it also doesn't have to be something that you've never heard before. That's Sometimes right. it will be something you heard a lot of times, something but you just heard it at the right time. Finally, heard it at the right time. Mark Brother Mark says, I gotta get my a first autograph, autograph first. first, Lisa. <laughs> Y'all keep holding out on brother. You both got. <laughs> Celebrity status and flant fan fan club. Oh my and goodness! Can brother get a napkin sign? <laughs> <laughs> a
1: napkin sign. I
0: am so happy
1: to be back here daily with you guys.
0: Absolutely, I really am. this makes a big difference in our lives, and we're grateful that you find it in your hearts to join us as well.
1: I'm so happy to see my wife laugh with you guys. It wasn't that long ago, you know. I, I'm just the word yesterday for me was remarkable, but uh, maybe amazing is closer because <laughs> just last week was entirely different in my home. Entirely different. So I am so grateful for you guys to be here with
0: us today. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Yep. We appreciate it. So, who else do you need in your um,
1: Let's go to your spiritual neighborhood. Okay. Melissa Price says, We are all so happy to have you back. And in much better health, much better health is right. You know, we were talking about returning the oxygen tanks this morning because we are we feel like we're in a place where we don't need them. OK, um, so thank you for that. So in your spiritual life, you definitely need someone that will pray for you. That will pray for you. And the more those good people that will pray for you, the better. Uh, Crystal Blake says, yes. I love it. Love the energy. And y'all are putting out.
0: Love the The energy energy y'all are are putting out. Thank you. We appreciate it. And it is energy. Energy is is a thing. It is a thing. You've all been around energy vampires before. I know that I have. Um, Although I minimize the amount of time. Uh, Amen. Dr. Deborah says my day flows better when I start out with the empowerment (laughs) duo, and I'm grateful for that. That's awesome.
1: A couple of reasons why that's true. One is it's on a schedule. Starts at nine, Monday through Friday. Okay, and if you will discipline yourself to be here at the same time, there's a um, thing uh, called being very disciplined in business. And it's discipline in two ways. One is doing what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it with or without supervision. That's one. But the other way discipline helps your business is with a work start time. It does. With a work start time. It really does. Entrepreneurs and businesses that have a start time, whether you make an agreement with your own brain, I engage at 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. or 4 p.m. or 1 a.m. or 7.30. It doesn't matter what time you pick. What matters is that you do have a starting time. We do it
0: consistently.
1: Now, Lisa and I, we start our show at 9, but we both are filling around on our phones, writing our stuff, 7.30. Eight, 7.30. 8 a.m. Yeah. But we don't count that as official work time. <laughs> that doesn't count as work yet. Okay. Our work time starts <clears throat> at 9. 9 a.m. Well, and it, and it, makes our, it makes our life better. You know, I think it makes our life better having that.
0: Gatorra says, we're equally grateful that you and Lisa are feeling better. Thank you. Hey, Julie Ray. Good morning, dear ones. Julie Ray Hammondtree says, Dr. Beverly says, yes, the Empowerment Duo Show family is amazing. There are great, amazing people here joining, listening here, communicating here. And I'm just happy and full of joy to be a part of these amazing people. Now, my spiritual family, Lord, have mercy. God is praying for me right now, so I won't say say nothing nothing wrong. wrong. Amen. Amen. Um,
1: Dr. Beverly, you're an important part of this circle. Mm -hmm. You matter greatly.
0: Mm -hmm. We need
1: you here. Absolutely. And um, some of the things like we talked about how familiarity can sometimes breed contempt, mm-hmm. but sometimes familiarity brings trust. Mm-hmm. OK, like, for example, if you know someone is going to respond a certain way, reliability like that. Those are the people that can become leaders, mm-hmm. people that you can trust how they're going to respond to a situation. And I I can had a conversation with Lisa this morning when we start talking about the kind of people in your life. I said to her, I suspect Dr. Beverly is going to have something to say about this topic here.
0: Absolutely. And so in your spiritual neighborhood, you need a a overseer. You need someone who's going to be concerned about you. You need someone who is who their job is to pray for you.
1: Yes. And that you respect and um will take their counsel. That you'll go to them for spiritual counsel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Someone that's not only going to be your overseer but your spiritual teacher maybe, your spiritual um, uh, school, if you will.
0: Yeah, as well as a partner in prayer. You need a partner in prayer. So someone to touch and agree with you. Man, um, when
1: Lisa was in the hospital, I found men and women willing to pray with me for my wife right then. They will call or show up and pray with me for my wife right then. And I appreciate those people, boy. I appreciate y'all. You know, it was revealed to me who in my circle will pray with me for my situation and for my wife.
0: Amen. Mm -hmm. Julie Ray said trust is so precious. It really is. Mm -hmm. It really is. And you don't want to take advantage of that. You want, to, you want to have that in, in your neighborhood, in your spiritual neighborhood, in your personal neighborhood or whatever the case may be. So personal business spirit, who is in your neighborhood, who you need in your neighborhood. If you don't have a physical neighborhood, now some of you do, some of you have a physical <sighs> neighborhood where you can get out, walk around,
1: mm-hmm.
0: be out and about. Like Melissa. <clears throat> like Melissa, like Dr. Beverly, right? But what about those who have more of a virtual neighborhood? Who's responsible for bringing the right energy into your virtual neighborhood? I think the key there baby,
1: is to be the kind of person first. For you to be good soil, I think you attract good soil. For you to be the kind of person that you're wanting. If you're a giver, if you're sharing good information, if you're encouraging, I think you find more givers people who are willing to share the good information and who also are encouraging. I think by you being good soil, you find good soil.
0: Definitely. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. But I think that it's also, um, I think that it's, that it's a, a, a an active uh, endeavor.
1: Seeking them out.
0: Right. Uh, Katura says, we're not, oops, I lost it. Whoa. I lost it. She
1: says, we are not in the building, but trust and believe we were in prayer. Thank you.
0: And I know it. Amen. Dr. Dr. Beverly. Dr. Beverly goes on to say, yes, those are some great great points. However, right here at the Empowerment Duo the Show, Department. okay, yeah, I have a spiritual family. Y'all are all some praying folk. Y'all are all, y'all are giving, y'all are loving, y'all come to the rescue. We share, we uplift, we motivate, we baptize, we appreciate. And the thing that's most important to me here is that Y'all don't pretend y'all are not fake, and I can always expect the truth, and to not be bullied, and that's a great spiritual family Mm. here as well on this empowerment duo show. Amen.
1: Yeah, once you can convince them that you're not fake, you got (laughs) (laughs) to
0: So silly.
1: (laughs) Oh man, that's the other thing. I used to, man, when I had um salespeople under me, I used to say, you know, you, you know, you're gonna have to convince your clients that you have their best interest at heart. And the way you convince them that you have your their best interest at heart is by you actually having <coughs> their best interest at heart. Yes, that's how you get them to believe you have the best interest by you actually doing it. Demonstrate that you actually do and will offer suggestions that are in their best interest above your own. Ugh. It's almost like I had to trick the
0: salespeople. To be honest, right? Jacqueline says Lisa and Brian. After I have both COVID and blood clots, just like me, I am grateful for the miracle you both are living. What a testimony for others who may get COVID—they see the hope and what God can and will do. Amen.
1: I tell you, um, there's a, a hangover effect from COVID too. I believe yesterday afternoon. I took three and a half hours, almost four hours away. You know, I know it was that long because I had two cigars. One of them was an hour and a half long cigar and the other one was an hour. So that's two and a half hours right there. And I took like 30 minutes in between. So maybe three, three and a half hours I was away. Okay, I was home, but I was not available to my wife. And I didn't have the energy at all. And I was so... Tired. Why am I so tired? And I believe it was a physical thing. I don't think it was so much mentally. I was just drained yesterday. You know, but I got a good night's sleep and I'm ready to go now, you know. And I want to take my wife out too to make up for not being emotionally and physically available to her yesterday. I'm gonna take her out somewhere this afternoon, maybe for coffee, maybe for a cocktail, maybe for lunch. I don't know. But I'm gonna take her somewhere. (laughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Yes, Crystal Blake says, yes, COVID lingers.
0: Um, Brother Mark, he says, I have an intellectual neighborhood I reside in with a few people. I'm the dumbest person I know. <laughs> By that, I mean yeah. I keep counsel with those who are much, much smarter than I.
1: They enlighten uh, me on things and keep me accountable for doing what I say I'm going to do. Absolutely. No procrastination. Absolutely. No fear. And no excuses.
0: Absolutely. The I had
1: that if you're the smartest person, if you're consistently
0: the smartest person in your room, get it. You're in room. wrong rooms.
1: You need yeah. to be in different rooms.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that, Mark, wholeheartedly. Julie Ray says there's a sign there's a real scientific mental deficit effect that happens too after COVID. It's called COVID fog. Yes, I know. I have excuses Lisa's had COVID, uh, COVID fog, fog
1: COVID brain, whatever you want
0: to call or it. I couldn't A simple phrase that I might have used frequently just would escape me and I couldn't figure out.
1: I've seen her struggle with it. You know, it's a simple colloquialism. She tried two and three times and couldn't get it. Mm -hmm. That's COVID fog, the COVID
0: brain. Yeah, it was very different. Or it (laughs) is. It still comes up from time to time, which is why I'm not back at full uh, client capacity right now because I'm conscientious of that. I don't want to be... working with a client and then lose my train of thought.
1: Glenda Tate Williams says, grew up with a village mentality, knew all neighbors and everyone at school, had big family and whole neighborhood, was or my was at my house. Okay, Now I'm seeing people who lift me up and I can lift up whether they are my family or friends. Yeah, I do believe um, these internet streets have made the world smaller and closer together. Mm-hmm. We can have dear friends in Arizona. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Absolutely, that's right. We can have dear friends in Arizona that we might not have met in any other way. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for for Facebook because of that. Now we got Sister Jacqueline in our life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm grateful for a lot of things. You know, when Lisa was in the hospital last week, I did not want to be thinking about business at all. And uh, I'm just going to share this with you. I had a, a big potential client. Okay. A big one that scheduled to meet with me last week while Lisa was really, really sick still. (coughs) So I canceled the meeting and said, look, I'm in the hospital with my wife. She's sick. I can't do this talk today. And they was like, okay, no problem. And then they rescheduled it for like the next day. And that offended me because I just told you, I'm in the hospital. My wife's sick. And now you're going to try to Okay, you said you understand, but now you're going to schedule for the next day. I was like, no, she's still sick. I'm not available to you. Okay, pissed me off, really did. Make me mad. So I was thinking, dang, I lost that big opportunity is what I was thinking. I was disappointed that I lost that big opportunity. I caught on Friday. I reached out to them, sent them a message, and they said, we'll call you right back. But they didn't. So I'm like, okay, they probably just moved on and hired someone else to do it. But yesterday I reached out to them. And they called me back on the phone immediately. And I was like, so is this opportunity still available or did you guys move on? He goes, no, 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 we didn't move on. We were just going to wait for you. We were going to just wait for you. If it took longer, we were just going to wait for you, Brian. We decided we want to work with you. We're going to wait for you. And I'm so grateful for that. Am I So right? am I. I'm yeah, grateful for I'm that. I'm grateful. Well. They said, no, we're just going to wait for you. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy about that amen it's a good thing it's a good thing <laughs> it's not important yep so this show is about personal conversation business information and spiritual inspiration with a little bit of shenanigans though. we've been doing this show since october of 2016 monday through friday and some of you guys have been rocking with us for years like miss phyllis absolutely and some of you guys are consistent contributors to the show like miss jacqueline there and we like to thank you um consistent contributors with a greeting song or greeting logo, some of you don't have. Go to the top, please.
0: Some of you don't. I ha- want to catch these comments. Okay, that You can finish with you were Um saying. Some of
1: you uh, don't yet have one, but deserve one. Just let us know. But it's something just fun that we like to do. And if this is your first time watching it, just bear it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, Jacqueline says yes, Brian. There are hangovers that come and go. Continue to strengthen yourselves, your physical presence, and will show others how to walk you're healing out, and I am sending you a care package what? starting next care packages starting next month. One is a <laughs> cheetah package, made some extra things just for you, Lisa. Excited, hallelujah. Thank now, you so much. No
1: matter what is in that package, it's gonna make me happy if it's got cheetah on
0: it. <laughs> Um, Crystal Blake says that speaks volumes. All the, right. the fact that the uh, that they waited for you, it does. Yes, it does, and I'm grateful for that. It does. It does. Miss Phyllis
1: is here. Miss Phyllis has earned a greeting logo, and it goes, "Miss Phyllis is here." So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day.
0: And Doctor Beverly here.
1: <clears throat> Doctor Beverly's here as well, and she's also earned a logo. And it goes, Dr. Beverly is, is on the show. show. That's the loudest we've done that in
0: a month. And I think you went out of your way to be extra loud. It was just so extra. Uh, Melissa is on.
1: <sighs> Melissa Price has a jam. <clears throat>
0: bom, bom,
1: bom, 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 Melissa's on. Now, now it's time for us to sing her song. Melissa's home. Melissa. Good morning, Miss Melissa Price. surprise, <laughs> hey and, and if her daughters are there, the Price sisters. I like the sisters to say the Price are sisters. are doing it on their own. How cool is that? The Price sisters. I think the girls are in school today. Okay. Uh, Mr. George Allen. He's also known as Chef Rev. He's got a jam, too. <clears throat> Why must I eat like that? Why not hire Chef Rev?
0: puts the good food in me and i feel like it's been forever since i've gotten to sing this song i'm so glad she's back and feeling better jacqueline rosie (laughs) pretty little one that i adore you're the only one my heart beats for I'm so glad that you are mine. According to
1: Jacqueline, <laughs> Dr. Beverly, ha- oh, we did Dr. Beverly. Yes. Sister Glenda Tate has a jam.
0: Glenda's <clears throat> riding on the freeway and make up uh, in her pink Cadillac. Ah,
1: Good morning, Miss Glenda Tate Williams. How are you today? Uh, Crystal Blake, we got to get you a jam. You deserve one because we know you're here on Tuesdays and Thursdays
0: every week. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Dr. Dr. Deborah, Deborah.
1: Dunstan has a jam.
0: Dr. Deborah, nonprofit strategist and funding coach. Mm-hmm. Dr. Deborah,
1: she's our first, see now. She was a client who became a dear friend. Katura has a jam as well. Katura's jam is back to life, back to Katura Green. Boom.
0: However, do you need it? Do you need it? I like it. I like it. I love singing her song. I always miss it when she's gone because I love singing that song.
1: Mr. William Brown, he's just happy today, fam. He has a jam, too. His song, actually. Good morning to our friend Bill. Nobody Nobody thinks thinks like him still. We We love him so, and we we always always will, will. our Our friend friend Bill. Now, one of the cool things about Bill's song is Bill's song was inspired by another person who was on this circle as well. Angela Renee Simpson. Angela Renee Simpson, who she remembered, I want to marry you, Bill. And that's how we found his song. So Melissa Price has done that with us a couple of songs. Absolutely. But she's helped us to find another person's song, which I think is so cool. Absolutely. Brother Mark has a song. Mark Greer has a jam as well. So wide you can't get around it. So low you can't get under it. So high you can't get over it. Mark Greer is under a groove. He's getting down just for the funk of it. Mark Greer is under a groove. Nothing can stop us now. (laughs) I think we sing that song more for Melissa than we do for Mark. (laughs) Yes, Mark, we sing your jam for your audience.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Julie Julie Ray
1: Hammondtree has a jam as well. Julie Ray
0: Hammondtree, find (coughs) out what it means to me. me.
1: Julie Julie Ray Hammondtree. Hammondtree. That's right,
0: Julie. Enjoy your jam. Absolutely. We appreciate you. And we love you spending the mornings with us as well. We're grateful to you. I think we got everyone. Um,
1: well, it's a process. Mark's song is still my all-time favorite, yes.
0: And Crystal said, I love to sing everyone's jam along with y'all. Thank you, Chris. And we want to find you we a want jam. want yours. Glenda said, love y'all. Jacqueline said, miss my song, feeling loved. And honored. honored. Oh, Oh, yeah. You you can sing your
1: jam for yourself, but it's still fun to do it with us. I
0: like to do it as well. Yeah. Uh, No, we couldn't see you. We couldn't see you, Julie Ray. You were dancing. (laughs) But I believe you. (laughs) Glenda says, songs are jamming. And Mark says, mine too, Melissa. That's his favorite too. (laughs) 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 It's so important to us to honor and respect you guys for spending and sharing your time with us. Dr. Deborah says, I danced to the songs this morning and get some of my steps in for the day. Hey, (laughs) make it work for you, right? This might be a new new thing, dancing to the songs. Dancing to the songs, (laughs) singing along with the songs, what they used to have, what is it, Sweating to the Oldies? Sweating to the, girl, you brought it back. (laughs) That was from the TV
1: show commercials from the 80s They was doing Sweating to the Oldies. It was on TV in the 80s. But they played these old things. This is like when um, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons, Simmons,
0: come on now. um,
1: There's a few of them. They started to sell. uh, Billy Blanks, Tybo, they were selling all of these uh, exercise
0: videos. That's right. On VHS. (laughs) VHS, baby. The big box tapes. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. You can have some of those conversations with your grandkids. We used to have these big tapes where they would put stuff in. Now they don't have tapes. They don't I don't even I think there's still DVDs and Blu-rays, but everything's streaming. I don't even know
1: if there's any more Blu-rays. Okay. And know. there's less and less DVDs. Um there's no DVD players, there's no CD players in new cars now. Okay. Nope. They took mm-hmm. them all out.
0: Because everything is USB? Junior still Bluetooth. has some. You know, um there's a classic Julie Ray has a VCR. Ah! You need to get up with Craig
1: <clears throat> in the classic movie Superfly. Okay, there was a scene where Superfly and his buddy was in his live in Superfly's living room and superfly was talking about getting out of the game. He's like, Getting out of the game, why? You already got everything you could ever want. You got
0: eight-track tape. You know I mean? <laughs> eight-track tapes. I actually remember the eight-track tape. <laughs> Although I was not um, that that was that was the highlight that early seventies. you got eight track tapes. <laughs> yeah, I but I had a game that had an eight track tape player in it. It was a electronic robot game and the games were put on eight track tapes. And I used to love that game.
1: Really? It's nine We're about to get out of here in just a few more minutes. Again, we're
0: grateful for you here. We talked about the kind of people that you need in your neighborhood. The people that you need in your neighborhood. You need power partners. You need power partners in your neighborhood. And if you think that someone in our neighborhood, particularly our professional neighborhood, might benefit you in uh, your professional neighborhood, then join us tomorrow. We'll talk about it a little bit more, but Wednesdays at 12 noon Eastern, we actually participate in a networking neighborhood called V Team, and we would love to have you as a guest. It's
1: formal. Dr. Deborah Dunson's a member. Uh, Julie Ray says, I was so made when my husband
0: brought us a CD player. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Used to be. Used to be the thing, right? Now now everything's streaming and virtual. But um, we loved it. Pamela Coleman, I love my A-Track team. Pamela Amen. Coleman,
1: what's up, Sister Pamela? Pamela's also a member of V Team That's with us. right.
0: And V Team is a, an important part of your neighborhood, or it can be an important part of your neighborhood. Oh, she was mad. Oh.
1: Yeah. I was thinking that you were celebrating right. that he brought you a CD player. <clears for throat>
0: that really- was really right. But if you think that your business could benefit from some new power partners or to expand your business neighborhood, join us on tomorrow at 12 noon to vteammeeting.com. And the password is password. If you missed it and you want to come. Password is team password. Just team, teamwork. I'm sorry. Yes. But
1: just connect with Lisa or me and we'll get you what
0: you need. Yep. And mm-hmm. we would love to have you as our guest. So thank you so much for <laughs> hanging out with us today. We hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. I'm looking forward to a good breakfast that my wife's going to cook. And don't forget to have sex. (laughs)